Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky and this is Evan Bolris. Hey, how's it going? And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about terrain for, for uh, tabletop wargaming. So, Just in general, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, before we do that, though, I want to remind you that we have a Patreon and uh, we are going to start creating content. We already have a Legion-specific podcast that Evan and I started back up that we're doing on Patreon, and we're going to be doing a lot of other content. And uh, if you can support us on Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. Like, even like $2 a month would really help us out uh, so that we can keep doing great stuff like this, so we can afford all the things that it takes to run one of these gosh darn podcasts, right? Uh, and so if you can help us out with that, that would be great. Uh Patreon.com slash the fifth trooper. Like I said, even just the $2 level would be great to, to help support all the content that you love across the fifth trooper network. And uh, yeah, so that'll be, I just thought I'd mention that real quick. Agree. Okay. Ditto. Evan's in agreement. Uh, yeah, so today, that was a squeak. Uh, today, <laughs> what I'd like to talk about with Evan is terrain. We, I'm looking at a piece of paper because we wrote down some ideas on yeah. this. Um, you're not looking at a teleprompter behind us? <laughs> yeah. We're not teleprompter big yet? No, not that, not yet. <laughs> uh, so um, if you're listening to the audio, we're going to do our best to describe everything here today. But if you're on Podbean or on YouTube, you can watch the video and you can see what we're talking mm-hmm. about. The only time I think listeners won't get the video is if they're on iTunes or yeah, Spotify yeah, yeah. or yeah. something like that, right? So if you're listening on the Podbean app or on YouTube, you can watch the video, which is fantastic. So, where do we want to start, Evan? Uh, well, all right. So, if you play any miniatures game, you've run mm-hmm. into needing terrain. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we've talked about this. Um, this isn't the first time we've talked about terrain. Most nope. of it's been Legion-based. Yep. But um, in general, uh, like, every game needs it. Well, I shouldn't say that. Every uh, big miniature game generally needs it in some asset. Uh, X-Wing even has, like, you can consider terrain just like the tokens, the uh, yep. asteroid tokens you put down. Uh, but, like... Yeah, well, Oak and Iron's got those cutouts, the, yep. the islands and the mm-hmm. stuff, you know? And some people have done some really cool, on yeah. the Oak and Iron thread, some really cool, like, 3D islands. Like, they actually make islands. That's super cool. Yeah, for real. Um, so it's, it's every game, miniatures game, generally has some representation of terrain. Um, the big ones we're into right now, like Wild West, uh, a bolt, ac- like bolt action, uh, they want, like, full, if you, uh, Beasts of War have done, like, full tables. Uh, yeah. Just, like, actual action. So... Uh, terrain is something you can do if you want to spruce up your wargaming experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of just want to talk about uh, what we do uh, with ours because we get some people asking about what, what we do with ours. And uh, most yeah. of it is, uh, a lot of it's like either 3D printed or handmade. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've got a lot of representation of that here on the table today or, or even just gotten from the company, which is uh, uh, a way to get it too. Yeah, and uh, so we'll we'll point out all the different types that we have in front of us. So so really, what's going to happen here today is we're going to talk about uh, a very you know varying degrees of terrain. What makes terrain good? And then I actually have some quick tips that I'm going to talk about about how I make terrain from scratch and just some like hints. I, I got a couple pieces on the table that I'll talk through. And for those of you listening, I'll try to describe it the best I can. But you know, Evan, what uh, to you what defines good terrain? Um, so like if you go down to what I really want to see in a table, it's, I've been, I painted my uh, Legion guys to look like Tron and I want to make a VR board. To me, the best terrain is just, it suits the game 
correctly. So like in a VR board, it'd just be like blocks and triangles and stuff mm-hmm. that fits the gameplay. Uh, so both sides have an equal shot yep. at, about that. Um, that's what I'd like to see, like, or uh, one of the old, um, uh, Splinter, not Splinter Cell, uh, Metal Gear, like, VR missions, right? Where it's yeah. just very, like, block-like. To me, that's, in my mind's eye, that's my perfect terrain, because it's just easy to define. Uh, both people understand what it does, mm-hmm. how it works. Uh, it's easy to visualize where units are around it. That said, that's really boring, if that's all you ever saw. Um, so, terrain to me is uh, anything that really adds... Uh, a lot of games need it for cover rules, but actually makes it look like you're on a battlefield. That's why a lot of people like maps and things. It adds a little bit to it. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I think for me, um, I generally don't, I mean, I, I know it has a purpose in the game, but I generally don't think about it or care too much about it from that perspective. For me, it's more about the immersion into the game and where I'm having the battlefield and just the appreciation for the hobby, right? Like, um, that's for me, for the war gaming, that's where the hobby aspect is. The enjoyment of the hobby aspect is for me is, is in the terrain. Right. Um, I, I, you know, I like the miniatures. Um, sometimes though, I, it, I really struggle getting through the painting because I want them to be so, so, you know, well, you get spoiled, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, X-Wing is you open the box and you're done. Yeah. You put it on peg, it's pre-painted and it looks pretty good, right? Like Armada is like same thing. Like you open it up. Painted, even if it's just like gray, uh, like highlighted mm-hmm. and like, but it's it's that point where, right? Like, there's you know people like, oh, your army's all gray. I'm like, yeah, I, I just kind of want to play though. Like, I don't want to commit a ton of time to painting an army for a game. I don't even know if I like yet. Right? Yeah, like, that's, that's a, a tough because yeah. you can put a ton of commitment into that. But terrain um, is something you can put a ton of time into, and especially if it's like forest, like uh, Jay's done here, a couple trees here mm-hmm. um, for his Endor board. Um, a lot of games can use that. Like, yeah, Marvel Crisis Protocol can use it. You're in a forest, you're fighting uh, bolt action, you're fighting in a forest. Like, you can yeah. put a lot of time into that and get multiple uses out of it instead of, like, painting up a good stormtrooper and then only ever using it in Legion. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the nice thing about, you know, a lot of, a lot of these miniature games that we play are in the same scale, roughly, you know, for the most part. And yeah. so... You know, and we'll we'll talk about different companies that make terrain, but you know, there's a couple companies out there that make a bunch of terrain that are that that's good for multiple game systems, yeah. which is really nice. And I don't know if they uh, initially intended it for that, um, but it it turned out that it was. So so that's good. Um, it's nice when you get to use your imagination a little bit too. That's kind of the yeah. joy of miniature games. It's just like, well, when I started my first game that I actually, looking back, got really into was mech clicks. And that needed terrain. Like, it needed, like, line of sight blocking or else it's just a gun line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had our school books and we had, like, you know, soup cans and things like that to be. And a soup can was, like, a oil silo when we were fighting over the oil silo. And back then, like, we were, like, we are playing and we really had a good time with that. But then you start going into, like, hobby shops and you see, like, uh, anything we've got laid out on the table here, and yeah. you're like, "What? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get that? That's right. so, you know, like yeah. that's a. It blew my mind. I'm like, what have I been doing with these dumb? Like, it made me embarrassed about our tables that we're really proud of. That I was like, you know, our history books and like, well, that's a, the mech can climb up there if he's got jump jets, right? Like, right. there's a <laughs> whole thing. So it really can add something to the game. Yeah, and there's you know there's varying levels uh, of companies out there that 
that give you terrain at, at different like uh, hobby levels too. I mean, and and so like something like from Wild West Exodus, which we you know we covered a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. in our Wild West Exodus, and I'm showing it to the camera, but they have MDF buildings that for the most part, once you put them together. You don't have to paint them. Like we were, yeah. you know, Evan and I were looking at these going. <laughs> we're going back and forth quite a bit on that. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, and there's other companies that do MDF board uh, board based mm-hmm. uh, terrain. And, you know, you don't need to really touch it. It's good. It's kind of good to go the way the way the laser cutting works. Right. It's got all the detail in there. And so it's kind of like. Worst case, you spray paint it brown and yeah. all the details are already there and that's wood. And right. you just move on with your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then you have like three D three D printed terrain that you would get either the digital file for and print at home, or you can order the printed, you know, the printed yep. buildings mm-hmm. from companies. Now, some companies send them unpainted and untouched, mm-hmm. just just the gray or black or white, whatever plastic they're using. Now, some companies like the ones uh, I'm looking at right now, these are from a company called Legion Terrain, which mm-hmm. is they're very focused on star wars legion but they definitely have some stuff that you could use across platforms um they pride themselves in it's 3d printed i think 80 percent, and then they paint it and it's all set so you just order it and it's ready to go um i guess you could get some unpainted but uh you know you why you're gonna pay the premium for the painted just go do it um and there's other options out there, like the like Hand we have made. a blow, oh. yeah, we have a blown foam one too. There, that mm-hmm. that little uh, Tatooine hut, um, that I believe was like custom meeple or something like that. That you know, it's just foam. They they created a uh, a die, and then they just you know blew the foam in there, right? And that's, yeah, that's uh, honestly really easy. There's like a, a a ton of stuff you can even do from like there's if you go into any art store um i was using for when i started like trying to actually build terrain for uh i had a resurgence in the mech clicks a few years ago with a bunch of my friends because it was you'd buy a a crate it wasn't just a box of boosters but a whole like shipping container for like 100 bucks so we all put in like 25 and we got like 30 booster packs of this game so we're like (laughs) yeah yeah we're playing mech clicks because all my old stuff so we started like really getting into it because the rules are pretty easy and we're like, well, we need terrain now. If we're gonna like, if we're gonna spend twenty five dollars, we need terrain. So we started going to art stores, and they actually had um, trees. Yeah, right. You can just buy like trees. Yeah. You can make your own, which is cool. Um, but they had trees you could buy, and then they had um, like bricks you can make a like, broken. So we had like a, a ruined uh, desert mat. So I took before I even really knew about mats. I was buying uh, po- like those things you did for like uh, um, your school like science fair projects where you open them up. Oh, the diorama. Yeah, you stuff? can buy yeah. uh, instead of them the folding, you can just buy like the planks. And so yeah. I spray painted those uh, with a textured spray paint, so it looked like dirt. <laughs> but I didn't like understand that when they dry, they bend. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. If, again, anything I've ever done with hobby, I've done it the wrong way. So if you ever <laughs> want advice, I can tell you how not to do. It. I can yeah, tell you how to Evan, do it. Evan literally every time he tells a story, and since I've known uh, him, everything he started, <laughs> he's he's done it the wrong way first. But they're all good lessons. To uh, learn. Yeah, honestly, like if uh, a bullrus will never learn anything the correct way. Yeah. That's just. The, <laughs> but. Uh, so, um, like we, so I spray painted those and we put the, uh, our, we all kind of took turns. Like we all, we had a day where we just built terrain, which is a good way to get into a game. If people are like, Hey, we all want to get into this, make a train day. Um, our, our local store does that once mm-hmm. in a while. And we did that together. We had a night where we were all just drinking and building terrain on these blocks. And we had some cool like structures built. So we all built terrain and it gives you more ownership over the board. Yeah. And so we all like really liked it. Like those, you know, it wasn't like, 
again, the stuff we have out in front of us is amazing compared to what I had. But what, <laughs> from what we had, we were really proud of the little things we made. So we'd like want to use them on the board and added a lot to it. Like, even though it's not like, you know, amazing, it was good. So like yeah. even a little effort goes a long way. I mean, like, honestly, when you look at your thing here, like excluding the trees and the little plastic, like what you did was uh, you've got like foam. Right. Yep. You carved up some foam and then you put flock on it and you painted it. Right. Yep. I yep. mean, again, excluding like. A lot <clears throat> yeah, of that. yeah, and I'm gonna break these down at the end, but yeah, I mean that that's that simple, like, right? It and, wasn't that bad, right? Like, right. And so, um, actually, you know what? Let's talk about it now since you brought it up. Yeah. So, so um, we'll we'll get back to the other stuff, but yeah, I didn't mean to side really. No, 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 no. Like, it's, it's okay. Like that little work. Now, again, there's a lot of work together, but like sure. just carving it up, spray painting it. And then flocking is like, and that looks awesome. Yeah. Like. So there's some easy stuff you can do. Um, you can go to any hardware store. You know, listen, I'm I'm talking from a viewpoint from the United States. Okay. Yeah. So if you're listening internationally, I I hope this applies to you too. But I I don't have enough knowledge to tell you one way or the or other. Or hardware art supply. Yeah. Like those are kind of. So so what you do is you can get two inch foam. It's or about an inch inch like and a half foam. Pink. But, Right. It's pink or green. Yeah. Yep. And it's insulation foam and it comes in two foot by two foot. So most Lowe's, Home Depot, these types of stores are doing, um, they're calling it hobby foam now. Like they're <laughs> onto it. <laughs> That's funny. And it's because it's not just us. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of um, people out there with like those crickets or trains. Or, yeah. Like trains. trains are, yeah. yeah. And so you could get two foot by two foot um roughly uh or even i think it might be four foot by four foot <laughs> off screen there's just a bunch of like there's, there's a like bunch of red cut up foam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so you could get that that's like it's like two or three bucks and so you know you get like a hot gun uh hot wire gun from mm -hmm. from uh hobby lobby or, or yeah, one those of those are, those are actually stores. are surprisingly affordable yeah or amazon yeah. like 30 bucks yeah, you know not that bad so you, or you could get like a knife and carve it. That's the hard way to do it with like an with like a. Uh, I can say I haven't cut myself yet. That's like yeah. <laughs> so you said knife. I'm like, did I? I have all my fingers, so I'm or, okay. Or even something like so. What I have here is um, you can order like plastic sheets off of Amazon, or you can get like uh, cardboard sheets and then cut little shapes. Like so, if you look at the bottom of that for everybody not looking, it's just a white. You can hear it. Mm -hmm plastic sheet that I cut with an exacto knife. Now here's the real tip. This is this is one of my favorite things. So let's say you're building a lot of terrain that has ground, okay? Like a lot of ground base, like like I have trees like here. Dirt. Yeah. yeah, or you're building sand dunes or okay, something yep. like that. This is cheap, quick. So you can go to any you can even you can even get this stuff at Walmart, frankly. Uh there's these basic acrylic paints. Okay, they come in a come in like a this is what a four four ounce little squeeze bottle mm -hmm. here. Um, you can get them all kind of colors. So this is generally for painting uh, acrylic painting like on canvas. But you grab one of these bottles. Then what you can get is there's two types of medium you can get, and and these are um, I've seen these at Walmart, and I've also there, but they're you know any like Hobby Lobby or art store. Okay, um, there I use the Liquitex. And basic acrylics—that's the name of the brand. And so I get the paint. So this is a raw umber. So this is a brown, and uh, that's what I made this—the dirt on the the indoor table with. And then you get what there's a coarse texture medium. Okay. And it's white-ish, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. really have a pigment. So when you mix it with the brown, it tones it down a little bit, but not a lot. It has sand sort of okay, material like already built yeah. in, like a grit. 
and it, it's like nine bucks for a big tube of it and you mix it all together and then you just cover the board with it and now you have a brown texture easy nice D- done right and there's a lot of it so you can do a bunch of things off of it it's not just like a one yeah so i make like one. yeah i make a big batch of it like a big so if i know i'm gonna be like i did all the all the tree stuff for the endor table which i'll, t- I'll have we'll have photos but if you're watching mm-hmm. the video um i did it all together at once so i just made a big bowl of it and then i just after i prepped and was ready i just slathered this stuff on okay so that's what i put down first then you can get a you know any type of flock or static grass these big these big things like this are like 10 bucks 12 bucks mm-hmm. we we sell them too yeah for a big yep mm-hmm. on our website we have flock um you know this is woodland scenic static grass flock this is great um and you just get like uh what you can do is you can get flock glue if you want there's special yep. glue or you want to know the cheap way you take some elmer's glue and you mix some water and you... i do uh, gorilla glue yeah, I do gorilla wood glue. Wood glue, wood, wood yeah, glue, yeah. and that's because it's like not super sticky. And honestly, for all my bases for uh, 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 all of my um, Wildless Exodus guys, I just took I just took the base gorilla glue and I just dunked it in the flock yeah. and I put a couple grass things on there. And I'm like, eh, bit, it looks it good. good enough, right? But like, if you want to do it on the cheap, Elmer's glue and some water, and yeah. you and you go get like a dollar spray like bottle, three dollars, yeah, yeah, from the dollar store. Get the glue from the dollar store. Yep. Mix it, and you want it to be the liquid to be white, but but liquidy, right? You don't yeah. want it to be thick Runny, like the glue. Yeah. Um, and then you spray that over what you just painted for your dirt, uh, you know, with the acrylic paint. And then you can either dip it like mm-hmm. Evan does, or put it over like a paper plate, and then just shake the flock on there, and you're done. Now you have dirt and grass, and you know, um, we'll have better video of this, but you can mm-hmm. see, you know, that's that's what it looks like. Um, then they also have, let's say, let's say you didn't want like a grit dirt, but you wanted more like, uh, let's say you're doing sand dunes or you want more like build up on the side of a mountain or something. They have modeling paste, um, same company. Um, it's an acrylic base and what it does it is it gives it, it gives your paint like a thick texture and then it'll dry that way. So you can do like chat textured. I actually just bought, um, from just games, which is one of our, uh, Buyer mats there actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of our our cool local stores. They uh, um, they do a the shipping now because right you can't go inside a whole lot. Uh, it's so Vallejo makes a like the paste, but for like twelve bucks, it's like dirt colored. Yeah. And so I was looking for that for uh, I have the Wild Warriors, which are like the Native Americans in Wild West, and I'm like, well, I want to do all my bases different, just to right. It's kind of like an artist thing, I guess. I'm yeah. like, well. I did like the aliens have dead grass because the grass dies where they go, and the union are green grass because they're from the north and it's green up there. <laughs> well, what about the Native Americans? Where do they come from? So I'm like, well, I was looking through their website and then I'm like, that autumn leaves, mm. like for the flock. You can yep. just put like, I'm like, oh, that'd be cool, like an autumn, like, but then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no battlefield's really like autumn. Right. Uh, so I thought about uh, actually our, our dirt mat and I'm like, well, okay, here we go. And then I was buying a bunch, I got into Scythe recently. <laughs> which is again cool game oh, expensive yeah. uh recommend if you can try it on steam before you, you jump into the main game i love it but anyway um and so they had vallejo just makes like a jar of for like it was like 12 bucks yeah. of just like dirt like it's it's some pasty dirt so you put it on the base and you kind of swirl it kind of like the the contrast tubes that uh um, mm-hmm. citadel does except not contrast on um, technical Technical tubes that uh, Citadel does, but you get a ton of it for like way cheaper. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do that for twelve dollars. Right. Like, yeah, like yeah. that sounds okay. Like, 
Yeah, and so there's many ways to do this, right? And then, uh, so if we we'll put this, I'll show this one yeah, here. Yeah, spruce that up a little, just uh, as an example, a little scatter train too. Yeah. So basically, I took the plastic, I put down the uh, the ground with the acrylic paint, uh, put the flock on the top. So if you see and uh, listening at home, basically there's like these ferns on here. Mm -hmm. So what I did, the trick with that was, um, it's hard to find like miniature ferns right is, and yeah. they always jack the price up so what yeah. i did was i went to hobby lobby and they have the fake flower section oh yeah. i bought a thing of ferns fake ferns and all the little leaves on it are just mini ferns uh, and so i just cut them off that's and a I, galaxy brain move and i hot glued them <laughs> i hot glued them on there right and so so i have these little ferns um like and then bits of fern. yeah funny. and then i have 3d printed little crates and stuff on yeah, here yeah yeah now these big tree trunks that you see like redwood forest for Endor, right? Yeah. So these are I, funny. Yeah. I yeah, I was at the dollar store years ago. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was getting, but in the kids section, and I think they still have this. I see it all the time, but they basically have like a ninja bow staff. Yeah, like Ninja Turtles bow staff. Yeah, for yeah, kids, yeah. and you you get two pieces, and you it's got a handle in the middle, and you kind of screw it together. And now it's like this bow yeah. staff that's maybe like two foot long. Okay. Yeah. They look like tree trunks. So I just I bought I bought like twenty dollars worth, which is forty trees because there's cut them. You cut the handle yeah. off. I can just see you like walking up and ladies. Yeah, like, just big like she's like a well, party. You, you have a party, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and then what I did was um, I, sp I I hit them with uh, uh, some spray paint just uh, to get a base on it. Yeah. I I I put uh, a watered down like dark brown in there to create a wash yeah, yeah and then i just dry brushed it and there's your trees right That's good yeah like endor style right this yeah. go to infinity yeah so then here's another trick for everyone at home these other pine trees that i have on here so these ones uh and for you for you at home you can try to watch the video if you're just listening um basically if you look at this what i did was you know those coconut baskets that like like for flowers do you know what I'm talking about? So, Here, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Let me let me grab it real quick. Oh, Sorry, everybody. Right. I know this is like in the middle of the podcast. No, it's fine. We're uh, ahead, Jay's entering the deep state uh, <laughs> level of like just crafting material we have. But um, okay, yeah. So it's the uh, yep. So I should say. Okay, so you grab one of these. Sorry, get out on camera there. So this is for this is a coconut insert for plants. It, okay, it, yep. Like holds the water. So what I do is I take this, okay? You basically get like a pair of uh, scissors, um, like good kitchen scissors are mm -hmm. nice, like ones you would get with like a knife set because they work well. You cut circles and then just pull it apart. And so each one of these layers a is a circle. So I just made it from mm -hmm. larger to smaller, right? And I glued them on a dowel. All this is is a dowel yeah. that I painted brown. Nice. Okay, and then I took that Elmer's glue water mixture, sprayed the whole thing, and then just sh shook some flock over the top, just a different color than the ground, and it looks like a pine tree. Done. Easy. And done. GG. And those, you can find those coconut basket uh, things at any like floral store, or yeah, you cheap. can get them on Amazon. Yeah, they're, you real can, they're real cheap, right? So that's another fun thing. 
Um, I'll do one last one and then we can. Yeah, is that it. okay? Yeah, keep and going, man. You're good. So uh, right now, what I'm showing is from the Endor collection. <laughs> so there's this thing here that looks like uh, a blanket, right? Uh, and it. I like mean, what do you think? Yeah. Tarp looks yeah, it pretty looks like good, a, right? Uh, uh, yep, like a um, camouflage tarp. Yeah. So what I did <clears throat> was uh, I'll leave this up so everybody can see it. But what I did was I took a paper towel. Okay. Okay. I made I made a three trees. So I have two of the the, the mm-hmm. Donatello st- bow staff trees. <laughs> I have one custom tree that I made out of yep. a dowel and the coconut uh, basket. And I took some some hobby string. So you can get this string at uh, Walmart or anywhere else. It's like a like a brown craft string. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you would call it. But it, it's in the craft section at Walmart, at any store, really. And I, I tied that up to the tree. So it looked like, you know, they tied it off. I took a paper towel. I mm-hmm. kind of tore it up so that it looked interesting, okay? And I took this stuff called hodgepodge, which is basically, it's like a glue that makes things, uh, you put it over like ceramics and stuff. Okay. And it gives it this kind of gloss. Okay. And then it hardens. Okay. So yeah, you yeah. see, you feel that yeah. it's hard. So I I put it where I wanted it. I put the hodgepodge on it. Now it's going to make it wet, right? And you start manipulating it. The hodgepodge starts to dry and stiffens. Okay. And then what I did was I I did a little uh, dry brushing, a little wash, and some brown colors on it. And now now I have a little tarp. Yeah, it looks good actually. I, I, as looking at this, I'm like, oh my god, you used your. Uh... What was the vital assets? Yeah. No, wait, no, it wasn't vital assets. That second one. Um, the oh, the first one. Yeah, the first one. The little boxes you got for this recover the supplies. You used the boxes on here, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, my yeah. boxes. <laughs> so I had an extra set. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And I already made like I made my so yeah, so this yeah, from so, Star Wars Legion yeah, from people yeah. who don't know. And uh, you I know, just had to like second take. I'm like, because I see the stuff we yeah. gave some out of uh, Neo last year. Yeah, those so are. I see from, those. Uh, I saw those. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, but I mean, really, when you're making terrain, as you can see, like everything I talked about there, it it all seems random when you're when you have it all separate, right? But then I put it all together into these really nice pieces. Yeah. Um, and it was easy, and it's cheap, and it's straightforward, and it looks. If you know Evan's looking at it in person, and you guys can see it, you know, on on the stream or on the podcast video, but like. It looks like I put a ton of work into this. And frankly, these were so quick. Like I banged these out in less than a weekend. That's and, awesome. You know what I mean? And so so that's how you can do it from home. So now what I'd like to talk about uh, is just talk about the different types of terrain and what to expect like when you get stuff, right? So, okay. So, okay. So 3D printed versus uh, if you're going to okay. buy stuff. Yeah. 3D printed versus MDF versus foam. You know, what, what's been your favorite? So terrain? I'm going to go down the list. So there's really three big, big categories for yep. this. Um, handmade is always my favorite. Okay. Um, because even if it doesn't look as good as the other two, I appreciate the effort. It's kind of like uh, if your kid gave you like a macaroni picture mm-hmm. where you're like, even if it's like real rough, you're like, oh, hey, man, you really put a lot of effort into this. Yep. I, I appreciate that. Um, then the next is the MDF because uh, I like the wood. Um, I like how much detail you can get into that in the laser cut. Um, and then 3D printed is my, not my, I don't dislike it. It's just out of the top three. Uh, 3D is my uh, my number three. You can do a lot with it, though. That's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, like, this is MDF, right? We've got yep. this, like, giant wood building here yep. um, that you 
kind of see. Pick that up if you want to show. Oh god. All right, here we go. Rachel, kill you if you break it. I know. So Rachel put this one together and painted it. This was at Northeast Open. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's incredible. So right? this like, is from a company called Warsenal. Love these guys. They do a combo. It's a combo of MDF and plastic so that they can get some of those round pieces on there. Um, but yeah, this thing, this thing's amazing. I mean, this is like, looks really clean and smooth. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, 3D printers can get there, but I've always noticed so that. So that next one is 3D if you want to show that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That top comes off. So this is from our Jetta City board. And it looks uh, really good, but I really like... So the, the nice thing about 3D, though, is you can do it uh, not fast, but it's a lot of hands-off a little bit. Yeah. You can like have it print a building, and then um, it'll print it in sheets, and you just kind of put it together kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate the speed. And, like, I mean, look at Legion Terrain. Like, they really nailed it, right? Yeah, like, these guys, yeah. They've got it down. So it's... Um, I always like seeing it like that, because I like the hand-built part, because part of this is me is like... Let's say this game didn't exist, I'd probably be building trains in a basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like honestly, that's like the idea, right? Like I like the 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 um the artistry and like the craft yeah. that goes into it. Yeah. So I was like, uh, we have Jim Martin, right? He makes some like incredible like his Marvel Crisis rooftop. Like he just handmade all that. That's yeah. Insane. So if you aren't part of the Legion community, uh, Jim Martin is an amazing artist, dude. And for real, he he did uh, four. For Marvel Crisis Protocol, yeah. he did their their uh, building that they had at uh, Gen Con. Yeah, when they announced. Yeah, and it was just rooftops. Yeah, like the rooftops full, wow. uh, board. He did that. He also, um, if you saw, there was a Scarif board floating around that was also at uh, Disney Celebration. Oh um, wow! Okay. He did he did the ship the shuttle and the yeah. board and everything the for Rogue that. One. Yeah. yeah, the Rogue One stuff. Um, he's amazing. And he, um, his, he, we've had him on the podcast when we were doing just Legion mm-hmm. and he always talks about kind of combining like all the, the best of everything and, yeah. and doing like, um, you know, like taking the best of everything that you have. If you have a 3d printer, you know, print some of the pieces in 3d, you yeah. know, if you have, uh, MDF, do some of it in MDF, you know, and I think that that's really a great way to look at it. And yeah. I it. mean, it's, uh. Like it's those are always my that's how when I did my list like that's my favorite when I see it because uh it's like level I'm not saying 3D doesn't have the same amount of work as going in the other two but I just like seeing the handmade stuff like it's yeah. still part of the uh, the hobby to me I really enjoy it um but then again like uh, I live in an area where we have a lot of people who really love making terrain so like it's I kind of have the benefit of that like man like Legion Train like I bought um a bunch of their trains just because it was easy and fast They're like do you want to paint them I'm like yes please I don't yep. want to do that Boop, right yeah and I'll I'll lift this one up so these guys do great work this is the uh Renaissance City as they call it it's it's Naboo right um but if you're playing um there's the the fun thing about some of this stuff is like there's nothing specific about yeah, Star Wars in this right anything, yeah. so you could even do some some few it could just be a futuristic Italian city right and so <laughs> Italian? Italian city <laughs> uh so you you know like I don't I think Wild West Exodus potentially like if they went to Europe that would be something yep. interesting yeah. um the nice thing about the building that he lifted up before the MDF one from Warsenal that building specifically, that's from their Infinity line. So they they developed that all for Corvus Belly, uh, right? Corvus. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and uh, Infinity, and like it works perfect for Legion, though, right? Yeah, it's it's like, the same kind of feel. It's. Uh, I mean, it's you're just the nice thing about Star Wars is you could 
do anything. Right? You yeah. have a Wild West city, and you're just on a planet that hasn't right. got up, like got off the planet yet, right? Like it's that's the nice thing about Star Wars. Um, whereas other games where they like uh, Wild West is pretty pretty good because steampunk, so you can yep. kind of get away with a lot. But if you're playing like bolt action, you may not want like a ruined <laughs> sci-fi tank yeah, yeah. as your terrain. But right. so then again, you. I mean, we're we're kind of jumping all around. We have like a little list of how we want to talk today, but yeah. uh, like oh, you man. want to build terrain. Um, so my level of like, what do I build? What do, where do I start? So I yeah. think uh, generic as possible, mm-hmm. and then you start trying to filter down to specific like games. Like if you just play Bolt Action or Flames of War, uh, you know what you're building. You're building like European hillsides and beaches and uh, deserts and for, right. Like you're right. not going to be building. You're yeah. not going to take an ATST, smash it. And then put the parts like you're not going to buy the down to ATST and put it on your field and be like, yeah, it looks fine, right? Uh, but like trees, like this fort here, yep, could be pretty much anything, right? You're in the redwoods, you know, like it's right, like it just like that's an ex- right, that's a cross platform existence. I think the more terrain you can get from that, where it's just like forest or desert yeah. or generic, um, will help you play more games. Yep. Uh, just because it's easier to put on the table and you don't have to like be specific about something. I mean, like, these have little Star Wars logos on them, but they could just be boxes. Yeah, like, They yeah, don't have yeah. to be anything particular. Like, um, I think when you're looking to build, like, where do I start? Build is, like, generic. Build, like, a hill. Start with, like, hills, because those are... You need line of sight blocking in just about every right, game. Right, I was going to say, like, there's uh, cover, line of sight blocking yep. uh, are pretty key to every yeah, game, right? So th- I don't think there's any game where that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So-, so you want, like, that, and then you kind of filter down to, like, specifics, like... Um, I know uh, Warlord makes a ton of... You can buy ruined buildings. You can make a ruined village right off their site. You buy the Brother in Arms corset, and that's two sides plus a ruined yeah. area. And then you can buy more buildings. And then, like, I've I've got that. And so I can make a ruined hamlet that you're fighting yeah. in. Like, cool, done, easy. Like, you don't even have to, like... You spray it gray. You put white where the plaster is. Done, right? Like, right. just in a ruined area, right? Like, it's not too bad. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think just... Thinking about it, like Evan said, like can okay, can I insert th- how many games can I insert this in where it, where it's and and this is something especially if you're like us, you just play a lot of stuff, right? And this is something that we take to heart when so so if you don't know, we design six by four mats and we have three by three mats coming, but when when I'm designing a mat, like I try to think about okay, can I play? Does this work for forty k? Yep. Does this work for Legion? Yep. Does this work for Bolt Action? Yep. Does it work for Wild West Exodus now? Yep. Like, there's some universal things. Like be- tropes. Because, almost, well, right? yeah, because we're human, right? So yeah. we base everything off of our knowledge. Like grass. Yes. Snow. Grass, snow, desert. Yeah. You know. Like, nothing we have is specifically... Like, uh, you don't see like ATSD footprints nope. or, right? It's nope. just like, you could use like, this for anything. Yeah, even like, so we have a city and an industrial, but they they could be any it's city. Like it could be right, any yeah. any industrial mm-hmm. part, like anything that, um, you know, anything that's kind of sci-fi and, or even, even more, even modern, you could, you could use an, in, the industrial map for, right? Yeah, I so, agree. So it's just like there's nothing specific in there that that locks you out of. And that's like again, that's a lot of what you're when you're buying a mat. Um, so we'll talk about mats. I mean, we okay because uh, that goes we're into biased this here. Because yeah, I know, we right? Make so them we and sell them. We are we are biased. Yep. Uh, but when you're buying a mat, um, whether you're looking at ours or any of our other competitors, yep. there's a million now. Um, try to find one that a if you already built terrain, try to match because yep. that save you a lot of work. Yeah. Like. Honestly, and then B, try to find one that's generic when you're looking at it 
that you you're gonna want to play on a lot. Like uh, for example, like um, like roads are pretty good because city fighting is pretty big in a lot of games. Um, like maybe like as much as I like snow, like I like Hoth. Hoth not a secret that I like Hoth armies a lot. Yeah. Um, if I didn't, I like I wouldn't. I myself wouldn't buy a desert mat because I don't theme my armies that way. And I just don't find desert fighting exciting to me. But like mm-hmm. snow fighting is really cool because yeah. like the movies, right? Like I want I want to recreate those cool movie scenes. So like when you're buying a mat, try to find one you're gonna want to use. X wing is easy because just star mat. You're like yeah, stars. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think and try to find one like like the desert's a perfect example, right? Like I can't think of a game that doesn't fight in the desert. Yeah, as much as I. Not my favorite place. Like everything has a desert. Like World War Two, you fought in uh, Africa. Right. Uh, Wild West. Wild it? West yeah. here in the desert. Right. Uh, you know, uh, look at um, Star Wars on Tatooine. Like yep. there's or Jedi now or Jedi. Yeah, or, you could have a cool like. Um, there's even factions in Infinity that are specifically from like a desert area. Like right. you can. There's <laughs> as much as I just griped about desert. Desert is like the one that can fit the most, right? Because you can mm-hmm. just because even like we used to do roads, we'd uh, have. Like you can buy roll out like roads or yep. just that, so you make desert. You put roads on it. Now you're just in like uh, Arizona if you're playing like Team <laughs> right. Yankee or something, right? right? Like it doesn't like yeah. Team Yankee is just like okay, you're fighting in downtown uh, Arizona or, or Texas. Right. Or if something. you're in Wild West Exodus, you're in Red Oak, right? Yeah, Because yeah, it's, it's in a desert, yeah, so yeah. it's a desert. It's a West desert town. So yeah, um, but yeah, trying to like if you're if you're limited on funds and you're trying to invest in something that'll go across multiple platforms. You know, I think you want to build. You want to build your own. Um, you yeah. want to stick to uh, as much as you can natural landmarks, right? Yep. Stone trees. Like, yeah, because mats aren't cheap, right? Like yeah. we, you know, we know. Like again, like when I bought, I have uh, X wing mats. Like too many X wing mats because they're just X wing mats are just not that expensive. We're like, I'm like forty. That's not bad. So yeah. I've got like. I use one of my favorite, and I've got a pile of others I can use. My car ever broke down in the winter, I've got all these blankets I can just <laughs> sleep under. But um, they're like, they're an investment, and yep. every time I buy anything that's not for a piece for the game, I'm thinking, like, well, I just spent X amount of money on this, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to, it's not like, it doesn't give me a new unit or a new upgrade, or it's not like a new alien or something to use for my units, right? right. Like, it's, it's not a game piece, but it really does add to it. So it's... Uh, just make sure you like when you really look at it, like look around because there's a million grass mats. Um, I mean, before we started making our grass mats, uh, my favorite was the FFG three by three, but the problem is I needed two. Right. If I want to do uh, uh, anything with it, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend eighty dollars on two <laughs> three by threes, and I got to yeah. cart these around, right? So it's uh, um, like just be be sure you want it because when you rolled out that first time though, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like like wow, this looks all right. Here we go, right? Yeah, and I, you know, depending. Um you know, Evan said to buy something that matches what you have already. Well, if you don't have any terrain already, perfect. Buy the mat first. Yeah, yeah there and you go. Build <laughs> it to the terrain, right? Jiggity uh, jackpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because there's just you know, uh, there's just so much out there that you like. Now that we have been introducing new games into our gaming diet here. Uh, the more we are seeing this and realizing that, thankfully, a lot of the terrain we had kind of fits, in kind of fits another, and, yeah. and can be used across multiple um, multiple types of war zones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, so, I was kind of going to, let's see. The other thing I would look at, too, is if you're, I know a lot of people, like, this happened a lot in Star Wars Legion, and 
other games, I assume, is that you're just in it for that one game. Like, you just like Star Wars, or you just yep. like Cowboys, or, yep. you know, for Wild West Exodus, Especially, or whatever. Uh, man, the dream group for me is everybody just buys in one game hard, and then when people come over to play, you all just share. Share. Right? Like, yeah. that's the dream. That's never happened, but that's my, like... So, like, one of my tips for that is, and it's not always easy, but... Either find a company like, for instance, War Cradle, who they yep. build the terrain, you know, they design mm-hmm. and make terrain for their uh, for their own games. Or, you know, if you're going to go with like, let's say, Infinity, um, you know, find a company like Warsenal or Custom mm-hmm. Meeple or one of those guys that makes terrain specifically for that game and then just get a table. Yeah. If you can afford mm-hmm. it, I know, or make a table. But just, yep. you know, if you buy terrain from a company or... A company that's specifically designing, like, so for Star Wars Legion, I recommend uh, Legion Terrain. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Uh, another one, Imperial Terrain is really good. Yep. Um, you know, but, like, it depends on where you're at. Like, if you don't want to paint and you don't want any put any work in, find a company that, like, Legion Terrain, who, who just print piecemeal. and paints yeah. it and puts it all together for you. Or get M- find a company that does MDF terrain because with all the detail that the laser can do, mm-hmm. you don't even have to paint it. You can just put it on the table and it's ready to go. It's one awesome table is better than two or three not great tables. Agreed, 100%. Right? I'd rather have one dope table that we just keep playing on and we can mix it up over and over again yeah. than like half a table and then you have to like sub in like, I mean, you know... Uh, it's I've played on so many for Legion and I've had some really bad times. Yeah, right. Like because uh, well, the game needs it so bad. Yeah, we've designed tables that are really bad. And it's yeah, funny yeah, you yeah. said that because yeah. I was looking at my Millennium Falcon yes. <laughs> over there. I thought about it. I'm like, well. And I was gonna say this is the other thing you're gonna want to decide. And I know this is tough. And this just this just kind of like a recommendation, right? Are you gonna be hardcore and are you gonna play competitive? Okay, or is this more of just grab it. for fun? Yeah, yeah. So I get a don't forget here. your headset. Uh, you know, or is this more for fun? Because what's going to happen is if it's just for fun, you can create these amazing centerpiece pieces, which Evan's about to show you. Uh, <laughs> he's flying it. <laughs> but this is this Millennium Falcon is pretty much to scale for Legion. And so it is giant and it makes no sense for no, a competitive it's real obnoxious yeah, <laughs> for a competitive game right but for that centerpiece where it's just you and your buddies and you have your friends over on the weekend this is a great piece right so i think you got to kind of decide if i'm going to have this piece in for fun like the millennium falcon here do i then design something that replaces that when i'm playing competitively so that i can do competitive or am i only concerned about playing for fun and if you're only concerned about playing for fun and you're enjoying the hobby, then I go 100% in, take that Falcon, you know, maybe create the interior or whatever you got to do. Um, but always be thinking about, okay, I'm going to play competitively. I may bring this table somewhere. Is this conductive or conducive, not conductive, conducive for for competitive play? Yeah, and that's rough because I honestly think before, if you want to build competitive terrain, um, go to a bunch of tournaments or try to get or yeah. actually look at uh, TTS yeah. and look at what they have there on the tournament tables and try to emulate that because there's actually like um, our, our buddy Nick uh, will say uh, like there's a, like a science to it almost like an art to make terrain and to make it competitive and good and good there's like a art you need to hit like for the perfect table yeah um, because if you have too much terrain then one 
different factions suffer and some really excel. And if you have no terrain, I can attest to like you just get blown off the yeah, table. Yeah, and, and different units suffer. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you may have like a really busy like that's one of the toughest things, and that we've learned over a couple of years now of playing competitively uh, Legion anyways, and being very into the community is how to build a table. So generally what I do is when I'm buying a table or when I'm putting to a table together, I'll always do more than what I know I need because yep. then it gives me options. Right. Yep. And so like, for instance, wild West Exodus, like I bought <laughs> yeah. enough ta- enough to do um, a six by four and some. Yeah. And then Evan was like, yo dog, we're only playing on three by three. I'm like, yeah, but still like I'd rather have it all and then we can switch it out. So, th- well, the spin is, well, we could just do two, three by threes next to each yeah. other like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, or just have the whole town and just mark off a three by yeah, three area yeah, yeah. and just play in that. Right. And so, you know, I think um, we're wrapping up here, but I think it's just something to, before you go out and just start buying, just take a moment. Maybe ask some people. Just take a second. Think about what what your long-term goals are going to be. Yeah. And then you can make something that fits those goals. And then there's no remorse, right? Yeah, because you can build a... I mean, we've built terrain where we just never use. We're like, yeah, I hate that thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, so here in the studio, I, you can kind of see it on Evan's left side there. But, like, we have, like, three or four... Uh, uh, shelves of terrain and this is just the good stuff that I left out right that we, that's yeah. usable I probably have two or three totes of stuff that's just just not usable right and so because I thought it was cool and I was like gimme 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 and then I was like oh snap this isn't that good also our um, our buddies at Legion Academy and Legion Terrain Studio uh, he does a ton that's like his thing right like, Sean yeah, yeah Sean Sean does a ton of good stuff um uh, with that and he makes some good cool tutorials about making that too yeah and yeah so yeah terrain studio is really good with that uh and and like sean takes it to he takes yeah. it to like he goes hard yeah, yeah he, <laughs> his, his stuff is beautiful and yeah. uh but like yeah that's that's another option too is you if let's say you have a bunch of income you mm-hmm. know that uh, expendable income but you don't have a ton of time you can go to a guy like Sean Morris from yeah, from Train Studio, table. or yeah, you could yeah, go yeah. to Jim Martin, and you yeah. can get custom tables made. You know, but <laughs> so at each level, right? There's a dollar buy-in. Yeah, so yeah. so like at this level where I'm making my own stuff here, uh, maybe you made all that for like fifty bucks. Let's say a hundred, just okay. to be safe. Yeah, okay, because yeah. this is there's also. We don't see there's a ton of trees up there. Yeah, too. there's it's a not just whole. There's pieces, a ton like of stuff. So let's a whole table. Let's say a, a six by four forest table costs me, and I'm not. I'm excluding like I put some. So this is a very. This is a uh, Star Wars specific table, mm-hmm. but so I put like a broken ATST in there. Yeah, like so. I'm not. Out, yeah. I'm not counting that stuff. Um, but yeah, about a hundred bucks. Okay, so you could reasonably get a table done for a hundred bucks, even if you're building buildings. You can get. Um, you can get that uh, uh, board, the the post. Um, no, uh, shoot, the word just dropped out of my head. It's like the board? foam board, co- okay. foam core. Okay. You can get foam core board, and you can cut and build your own buildings, yep. Yep. right? And you could do that for a hundred bucks or less. So that's your first way. Um, your next one is probably MDF. That would yep. be the next cheapest. Yeah, and you're looking at probably two to three hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a table. The next is 3D printed. Um, I'm going to... We'll I'll say painted. We'll yeah. say painted? Yeah, we'll assume painted. Yes. Assume painted. You're looking at anywhere between six to a grand. Yep. 
Um, and then, you know, as you add more stuff, but then if you go to someone like Sean or Jim, you're, you're looking at five to 10 grand. Yeah. And it's, you know, it seems insane. Uh, but for the level, they, the amount of their time, yeah. right? Like it's, it's yeah. an artist's time is very valuable. Well, yeah. And, and you got to value your own time, right? So yeah. what you're paying for is, I know five to 10 sounds like a lot, but you're paying not to do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. what you're saying, you know what I mean? That's what you're paying for. You're paying not to have to do it and to have a beautiful table. Like exquisite. Yeah. Like his and, docking bay was nuts. Right. Like, like, so think about other things you would spend five to 10 grand on recreate, you know, recreationally. Over a period of time. Over yeah. a period yeah. of time. Right. So <laughs> yeah. if you could get a board from one of these, these guys that design boards, um, this thing's going to last you years and years and years. Yeah. So, you so don't, don't look at the initial price tag. Look at the, you know, long term. But, uh, no, there's so much cool stuff out there. Um, and honestly, I've been a so much. dude. It's kind of overwhelming, and I've been a. I've been trying to make my own. Honestly, a good way to start. Uh, like I, we'll go back to Legion here. Like, just decorate your barricades, man. Yeah, that's a really easy way to do. It. I did that for my Hoth board. I was just giving them out to people at the end of games. My goal now that uh, that one objective's out, um, uh, the fortified yeah. defenses is my goal. Is my dream would be everybody makes eight, eight of their own, and then after a game, if you both play it, you just trade one so you have eight different barricades yeah, you got like fun. like trade it out because you get eight with the game right mm-hmm. so that'd it'd be cool to have like a neat like it's almost like those old boy scout camps that you used to go to where you would you'd bring a bunch of stuff to trade yeah right? yeah like, like pins and barricades patches. So you're just like here here's my hop oh here's my yeah if we could barricade. get everyone to do that that would be that'd amazing. be really neat right and yeah. you can sign them so you're like oh that's from you know my it's like tournament mementos but didn't cost you right like, that's when i played evan at gen con yeah like that'd be really cool yeah. so uh, that's my dream but like you could even do Ooh. that with anything but, there you go uh, get it started everybody uh uh so but like really start simple start yep. basic uh go to art stores buy the foam make hills make and that's honestly how i got going was just yep. like real rough terrain but you kind of gain when you make your own board and it's good and you're and with the first time you have a buddy come over and go wow that's awesome like you you go from like man i put a lot of time in this to go oh yeah oh thank god yeah <laughs> right like it's a i remember i was at adepticon and i painted it was the first time i actually painted a full army um and then i had someone walked up and this guy's like oh chewy that looks great and i'm like yeah to me i'm like yeah it was okay and he's like this guy's trying to buy it off me which again this is not a buy chewy this was like uh they just wanted a model this was an evan chewy yeah yeah this was an evan chewy but i'm like <laughs> i'm like hey man like a i'm in the middle of a game b get out of here right like i'm like cool but also it was like kind of nice to have someone be like hey man like that yeah. looks good enough to like yeah. uh to want so um yeah, it's uh, always good to have affirmation, right? Yeah, just like mm-hmm. somebody coming over and be like, "Hey, man, that's good." So like yep. that that helps a lot, and that gives you some uh, uh, more confidence when you're building more. Yeah, so that's uh, I think that's it for today's episode on terrain. If you guys have any questions about what we talked about, uh, shoot us an email at contact at the fifth trooper or hit us up on our Facebook page, and we'll generally I answer those, so I'll answer you. <laughs> <laughs> I watch to make sure he answers now too. That's great. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much, and join us next week. Everyone, stay red. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper podcast. This has been a Fifth Trooper production.